0: The Old Gold
1: Club, with Mikey Burrows and Chris Iwellimo. Hello there, and uh, welcome along to The Old Gold Club. I'm Mikey Burrows, he's Chris Iwellimo. More than Mickey. you're right. Do- yes, like I
2: say, it, I, I get told to shut up. No, you to you're start. doing this again. So, so no, I'm just, I'm, all, I'm just gonna say, I'm just. Well, there's a certain way to you do you things think, and say things. Do you not agree? Like <laughs> Mo, we've got a guest in Mo Kamara the absolute legend, looking a million. By the way, <laughs> oh dear, thank I should have been, uh, I should have been given a little dress code. But no, I
1: don't get that. Well, we don't have that communication, Is it? Well, I think Mo is trying to kind of beat Scott Goldborn maybe for the best dressed.
0: <laughs> oh dear. old golf club. I think he's, I <laughs> I think he's, no, he's taking no him very
1: close. I'll be honest. I mean, it's a, it's a sharp uh,
0: kind of polo net, turn Yeah, there. polo net, uh, you can't call them, Move one, mate. It's very cold uh, outside. <laughs> and a flat cap. I'm not from Wolverhampton. Yeah, <laughs> you know, got a few of those
2: flat caps, but my head's yeah, too I'm alone in my big. house. Hello. But,
1: but you do live in Wolverhampton now? Yes,
0: for five years now, yeah. Why did you
1: come back to Wolverhampton?
0: <laughs> Because you have you went all round the place. Yeah, in place, yeah, there. because a couple of friends, I got a couple of best friends that live in Wolverhampton. Even when I was in a Glasgow, I for Celtic, I always come back for weekend. So, yeah, and at the same time I got a job in um, the Derby Football Club. It was easy for me to travel because of East End Airport, you got Birmingham Airport and you got Luton Airport. So it was a nice place for me to stay. Yeah. Was yeah. that friends outside of football then? You made friends? Yeah, no, when I was in the Wolves here, yeah. Right, that were well, involved there. with the football club, just in the area. Exactly, area, yeah, yeah. And I will still keep contact even when I was Glasgow. Yeah. They come in, uh, see me, my wedding. They come in, you know. The one was my best man, so yeah. Oh, fantastic, yeah. brilliant.
1: Because yeah. yeah. uh, people will be aware that you've got a little uh, cheeky wine bar. Yes, in Technol.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, High it, Street in Techno Yeah, is it going well? It's going well for two years now. We're doing well. You know, the uh, first one was first floor. Now we're extended to second floor. So we're getting busy. Yeah, we're getting busy. Yeah, it's completely different in football. What's the name? Chill wine bar, chill wine, wine bar. bar eh? yeah, yeah. You are
2: very chilled. You've got that. <laughs> you've got that vibe, yeah. and that's that. What's the so that's the the kind of business side
0: of it is to expand. Then maybe maybe open another one in, in time. It's definitely, I want to expand I want to open one more in Paris, my town. Oh, amazing! And uh, hopefully, I will do second one uh, in the West Midland area, maybe in Birmingham. Or,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I love the idea that chill wine bar of Tetnell. Yeah. Techno will be twinned with Paris <laughs> yes why not why not yeah, it's eh?
0: got a nice place to be honest it got lovely people living it's not up. quite
1: Paris though, is it Techno if we're well,
0: being honest it's, yeah it's not the same but sometimes you know, it you got some nice people like and some Paris some it got some good nice people yeah it quite a good I've place. just had an amazing idea
2: I think we can do another another podcast live from the, the Chouba.
0: Why
1: not?
2: <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And Paris. Yeah. In Paris. Chouba Paris, yeah. <laughs> Why but, <are> you not? <laughs> there we go. We'll just do that one Mikey.
1: yeah? I'm happy there is, mate. Absolute European tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we're talking about Old Gold Club Live, by the way, I remind you that tickets are available. We will be at the Grand Theatre uh, Friday June, the 7th. Tickets start from just £10 um, and you can get them from grandtheatre.co.uk UK will be announcing some of the guests very soon as oh. well it's some potentially exciting lineups yes. and and obviously mo you'll be invited as well as old yeah. gold club alumni yeah that's fine yeah so a lot of the alumni i think are going to be there as well yeah, you'll get a which little will be little brilliant we yeah. as well, yeah, oh, we'll I think all the pictures up an on an the invite. wall yeah. of everyone who's going to be there so there's going to be I say there's going to be lots of uh, special guests that will be there there'll be some um former players who'll just be milling around as well so it's well worth getting a ticket grandtheatre.co.uk UK uh, to get for there. everyone always starts sending in random questions for looms and our guest um mo doesn't know about any of these which is going to be brilliant so uh i'm going to look because we've been getting a lot of them and there's some there's some football type ones and there's some kind of more random type ones do you want a football one or a random one to start off with looms
2: whatever i say you're going to do the opposite so you just decide what you want to decide my friend
1: um well okay uh this is kind of a football one and it touches on something we've done uh, a little bit in the past is from Nigel Bolton who says what other technology can you see being used in the game in the future once they've got VAR working properly so what other technology could they introduce to the game I mean for a start off Mo are you a fan of
0: VAR no no No, I'm not a fan of VAR because for me football is um it's natural to live in even being taken decision. That's my honest opinion. So it's like a life. We do the mistake and we learn from our mistake. And at the same time, and our football is the same for me. I know it's a big money involved now in football. Yeah. We live in referee taking their decision until now. And even the VAR, sometimes they get wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so I think so football back in the days it's that human being food, it's the human being sport so we we'll, live we'll in a uh, human being do the, the job if you want basically I I, I agree with
2: what, what Mo's saying there now VAR I think it's 98% correct that's the stats and that's that, that is excellent but what, what it's taken away is me and you going after a match and sitting in the pub or sitting at a meal and discussing that moment that the referee got it right and got it wrong, and that's that's what brings well, it. Th- no, not, I think the VAR. I think for black and white decisions, yeah. you know, like offside. Yeah, yeah definitely because yeah. we that's a yes or a no. But someone getting clipped in the box or someone hand handball to hand or hand to ball or me and you, the three of us could sit and watch a decision if it's a penalty. If someone's getting taken down, if it's contact, and we can have three different op- opinions on it. Mm. And I don't know if VR. That's a gray area, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but then if you're talking about um, not wanting to lose that element of debate yeah. about decisions, you kind of just point out that it, there is still debate around it. I mean, we had it in the FA Cup semi final recently with the, the last minute penalty that it, it there was kind of because someone mentioned it to me on social media and kind of said, well, um, if the referee hadn't have given that penalty and it went to VAR, there maybe wouldn't have been enough clear evidence mm-hmm. to, 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 to give it yeah. so a bit like in cricket when if the umpire gives you out and then it shows that it's hitting the stumps then you're out if he doesn't give you out and you right. appeal it and it's yeah. in the stumps I do, it, I, do, do, I, know do. I, mean? I know
2: exactly what you're saying now I'm a, I'm a fan of it now I agree what Mo's saying I think the, the amount of money that's in the game yeah. you know if it's a decision that's going to get a, a club relegated and how that changes people's lives the money that's in the game you know I think what happened at, at Cardiff at Chelsea, you know, what a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Where, yeah. He's, where, he's, where he's offside. Yeah, that that could be the the difference of them earning another 180 million yeah. next year or yeah. going down. And that people lose jobs when clubs get relegated. Now that's when VAR comes in for a black and white decision, not a grey area. That's that was that was an obvious decision that should should be be seen. But I think there is a place for VAR. And there, is, there will still be debate, I understand what you're, what you're saying. But like you say, for moments like that, for Watford or, or, or Wolves to get to the FA Cup final on a decision that if it did go to screen, is there enough evidence that the penalty would be given? Again, it's debate, isn't it? But in
1: it? a way, that kind of like um, reinforces why it's, it's, it, it kind of can work, because the referee made the decision. decision, yeah and <clears throat> and they looked at it and they said there is not enough evidence to overturn that decision so it was still the referee on the pitch where i don't so much like it is if it's just somebody elsewhere that's telling the referee you've, you've mi- got that wrong you, yeah you've got yeah. that wrong and, and that's the, the grey area but anyway and what else apart from VAR you know, could you know, ne-
0: You never know. Where is football going now? You never know. Maybe sometime he can't send you can't say in your house, referee do not have to be in the pitch anymore. Yeah. So you just say in a now and you he look at referee in a uh, compere, you never know. So you th- can't tell nothing.
2: I think I, I heard uh, now the challenge. I think that would be a good thing. You know, like maybe a manager, they maybe get two challenges of certain decisions. But again, it does come back to. But it's not in the referee's favor. It's not someone in the office. It's basically the manager saying you've got that wrong. I'm going to challenge it. Mm. But again, it's stopping the game. The game needs to be yeah. fluid. Yeah. It's a fast game. You know, yeah. it doesn't. It can't take ninety seconds because ninety seconds of football. Yeah. there's a lot of things it's, that can happen. Yeah, you know. Is, yeah. So uh, <laughs> again, I I think when I've seen it working in America and it's very transparent to the fans, I think that's something that if VR does come in, it has to be that way. The ref everyone should be hearing what the ref's saying if it's on on the speaker
1: Do you know that's a technology thing that could come in did you see the one of the there's an australian referee that's come into the uk and he's going to be because he's got a new job or something and he's going to be working in the championship first and he's supposed to be real top level and in i think it was his final game in the a league in australia they had him fully microphoned up, so you could hear yeah. the conversation with his assistants and the conversation he had with you the players. You that
0: one sometime rugby in you. No, I think yeah, sometime yeah, yeah, rugby but yeah. But it's way forward yeah.
2: because it gets it, it creates that. So people aren't sitting thinking, well, "What's that for?" They, mm. they know, right? I'm making a decision for this, and it is because there's a lot of football fans that come, and there's a certain bias that whatever decision goes against their team, they're like, "Oh,", oh and they'll have their they'll vent their frustrations, but. There's an understanding we know the rules of the game, yeah. we play,
0: we automatically, that's why we go and yeah. you, you, you do but That's you. what it's beautiful sometimes. Football, we know a role in a game, and sometimes we play again that role. Of that's keep football absolutely wonderful for me. My opinion and moment in that case, for as a player, and because in my head, I still a football player. Yeah. So when I see some player, can't sometimes play that game in the pitch, Sometime. It, for me, it's boring. You know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. getting. I understand. Yeah. I understand. I just think that whole
2: transparency of it all, <laughs> of every decision, being vocal. but You hear what the 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 ref, the the fourth official, what yeah. their opinions are yeah. on it. Because yeah. that's the way the games are going now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's. I don't even know. I think it's, is it BT Sports where they're interviewing yeah. the managers and assistant as yeah. the games
0: going on at the yeah. side of the. <laughs> I thought what yeah. this
2: is what it is I, it's I, that interaction with the fans and that's we, yeah. we, got, we can't lose that yeah. so I'll give
0: we, you an example when we play against Big, big lad. we've got a corner we know he's a 6 foot 4 6 foot yeah. 5 so if my manager me to defend against him I know physically I couldn't cop him properly but sometimes I have to use in my football brain hold on him yeah. you know, keep no, he don't jump in it, try sc- maximum possible to block him You don't go to jump it. Yeah. Now in now he can't do that one anymore it's penalty it's barely, a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that one anymore. Maybe I'm wrong somewhere, but that's what I want to keep in the football sometimes. And that's
2: that's what that's what I think VAR will come in. So if Mo's at the back marking someone, the referee's got his vision, the ball comes in, he's not even in play. Yeah. But someone that's someone on VER's seen it all and says, Nothing to do with play. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That stops, that stops that. Yeah. That's happening all the day. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been playing in matches, the ball's out wide, I'm wrong. The defender's tripped me up because you look at the ball, you're on the floor, yeah. you have to just go up and think, all right, yeah. we'll play that game. Yeah. And you, you yeah. do, it goes in the little black book, as you know, Mikey, and yeah. that's, when the ball's up the other side, then it, it happens, it happens, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> okay, it's an interesting one, and no doubt no, we will come back to this at uh, some point on future episodes. Um, <laughs> let's do uh, this one from uh, Dan Mason, who says, who is the best player, in your opinion, in your position? Currently, and of all time, the best player in your opinion, in your position currently, and of all time. So looms thinking of strikers, maybe a big tall striker. Or and Mo thinking, are we going to go left back or yeah. left wing? Left back, yeah. Left back.
0: Yeah. My opinion on the first is Pablo Maldini. Ah. Yeah. yeah. When I was young, soon I was twelve years boy. It's one guy I can look in at every single... It was complete left-back. You know, just one left-back. He can play left-back, he can play centre-back, he can play even right-back. Until now, I don't know if he was right-foot or left-foot. It was He right got everything as... um So you different. were a marauding left-back, though. You weren't a Paolo Maldini. Um, He was... nah. he was different level. He's, uh, for me, he's, uh, I don't know if you remember, remember him. Yeah. He was absolutely different level. Yeah. For me, it was one of the... Best left back ever. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you talk about that, you got to look at the 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 original Ronaldo, haven't you? I think R nine, R nine. You know what I mean? I think the things that he did, how easy he made the game look, what he did with the ball. Yeah. You know, it was uh, the with goals that power, he scored. Yeah. He had it
1: was raw power, but it yeah.
2: was he was. Uh, yeah, he was on a level that
1: I don't think's been 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 touched. So who's the best currently? That's a tough question, isn't it?
0: Yes. Because
1: we're, we're having this debate the other day of um, kind of the standout strikers. For, uh, as for what? Just striker or. Well, you can go striker or the best left back currently
0: for you? Last one, I guess, Ashley Cole, to be honest with you. I'm trying to find again who's in Mormon. I mean, not Ashley Cole now and play for Derby. I'm trying to think of it. Mm.
1: It's hard,
0: isn't it? Because yeah. there's certain
1: positions. Like maybe I don't know Jordi Alba of Barcelona has been top level last couple still, of years.
0: I'm still doubting him because he played for Barcelona. Barcelona dominate for ninety minutes. As they they don't have to defend it. You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? if you look at them, they go ninety five percent of the ball in the game. You yeah. don't call that one left back. for me, you yeah. don't judge from a as left back, when we say left back, someone can defend it. Someone can deal it, one against one. Someone can attack it one against one. Someone can make good goals. Yeah. One against, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Marcello, Real Madrid. He's Andrew, abs- Roberts- Andrew abs- Robertson
0: of Liverpool in the Premier League. Ashley, yeah, no bad. I can't put his last bracket in moment in England he's because I didn't follow European properly in moment. Yeah. And the from Liverpool, yeah, yeah, I can't say that one in moment. Yeah. What yeah.
1: about what about up top? Who's the best striker currently? No, you're asking. Raul Jimenez. <laughs> I know, love I'm, Raul Himnes You know, you know, you, know, you, know you know,
2: I do love him. Yeah. Massive, brilliant. I
1: would say I up, I Sergio know,
2: Aguero. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't, yeah. can question it. Yeah. You question know, it. last last three, yeah.
0: four years now, when you do business, you know, the, yeah, minimum ninety or twenty goals in the Premier and League as well. Yeah, you know, best it's league, yeah. league, in the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Sergio Aguero is almost bizarrely Because underrated. we
0: can't say Messi is a soccer We can't say Ronaldo is a soccer Ronaldo play more winger. Okay, Juventus play more now. Santa um, and yeah. Middle and Middle now. Don't get oh, yeah. started on Ronaldo v Messi, mate. No.
1: <laughs> we'll be here for another couple of hours. Yeah, it's, it's a heated debate. yeah, oh, yeah. No. But you can answer it if you want. Yeah. Who you think: no, it, no, so no, it, no, so. no, 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 yeah. no. I'm not getting into that again. <laughs> um, let's do some quick ones. Uh, Tom wants to know looms uh, Chinese or Indian. I, I really enjoy both, but I have Chinese more often than I do Indian. Yeah, I'd go Indian curry. Indian. In the end. Jason Guy that, wants to know when is Loom's going to make his debut for the Wolves All Stars? He'll probably block me if I text him again, says Jason. Well, I, I, he
2: got my number from uh, Big Matthew Murray, and uh, I'm just, my, leg, my my legs have actually gone. I, I got told at 18 years old I'd only played till I was 27 because of the operation I had. I retired at 36. Uh, the doctors, the surgeons said that I have one op- operation left. So, I have explained this to Jason, guy, that <laughs> I can come there and and, and and applaud and shout from the from the yeah. side, but those days are gone. So you now. want a
1: coach's role? I'll role take. His,
2: I'll, I'll go as manager if you want.
0: I'll go as manager. Have you played? Yeah, I played free game. Yeah, yeah, free game. Yeah, still got it. Of course. Oh, f- you can't say it's still all right. You can't lose your chorus. Modesty there. Yeah.
2: Just <laughs> see, <say> yes. Yes, <laughs> I'm still <so> good.
1: <laughs> um, and let's finish on this one because I like this one from Lucy Great Tracks or Great Tracks. I apologize, Lucy. Um, if you could be born in any other era, <clears throat> what would it be and why? She says, Mine's the 60s for the music and fashion. <laughs> What era would you have been born in if you could have been? See, we did a thing recently, um, which uh, we're gonna release fairly soon, where I've been to talk to some of the 50s footballers and kind of watching some of the footage from their era and listening to them talk about their era. And the way they talk about football at the time, I feel like it would have been really fun to have seen football at that time. For me, that's also a very plain fashion would have worked for me. Well, I turned, I turned pro
2: ninety five, ninety six. I'd have liked to turn pro. I think probably in the eighties. I think that they've just been my because as nice as a guy as that you say that I am all the time. I I, I did like that physical element of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked it when I come up against a defender that you know, like before the match, they try and break your hand
1: do the yeah. handshake, and you think they're punching you and all that. Yeah. I loved that. Make you know man, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean, but, it's it's, but it's also a, in the eighties, very short shorts. <laughs> well, that would been that have been an issue but for other reasons, Mikey But let's, uh, let's not put
2: that one in. We'll cut that one out. <laughs> this, this is a family podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's, uh, I think I would have just, I'd have been in my element because, I don't know. I never received a lot of like cards and and, and like yellows and reds, but I know how to. Sp- Beat to the referee. Yeah, you know, I've I was a physical player. Yeah, I'd give as good as I got, but the referees would always say, "All right, Chris, yeah. calm down," calm because up, yeah. because yeah. you have that talk yeah. with them. Yeah. You know, I remember I broke uh, it was Alex Bruce's nose. Yeah. Watford against Leeds, yeah. and the referee gave me the free kick, and he's getting stretchered off. Yeah. he's thanked me after <laughs> it because he got an operation and yeah. got his nose all straightened and all that because I think it's a bit wonky beforehand, but. It's just little things like that. I just I remember little moments playing in the FA Cup against Shrewsbury. The centre back coming down my Achilles all the time. I remember the ball came up and I read I read the the flight of the ball well and I thought I'm gonna take him out now yeah. and I've went and I've that he doesn't so, need that. He? He got, it started. <laughs> the bench he started to fight and he's lying on the floor. And I went good game, mate. All the best. And that was unstructured, yeah. but that's part of. The, but I never even got a I never even got a free kick against me. It's just one of them. And I told you about what happened with Scotland against Argentina with Heinzer. I was going to get and he, he smashed I'll me I played against him yeah. actually. you oh. play ever. Oh. Yeah.
0: I went <laughs> yeah, He's, he's Mo, absolutely deadly playing. i I went to smash him. I
2: read the ball. I went, oh my God, I'm going yeah. to kill him. I'm going to book. I went up. I'm on my back. He's running away.
0: Yeah.
2: Ball's up. I'm on my, He's put me on my on my backside. I'm like, I'm thinking, what's going on, Neil? So he's obviously thinking as well, yeah. oh, I've got the big man here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you love, you love Stacey Sepp again the big man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> what about you,
1: Mo? What would have been your ideal era? Because I feel like you would have fitted into like modern football with the propensity for wing-backs. Yeah,
0: that's it. Uh, everyone... Um, to be honest, I would like to play your old ma- uh, your manager and moment, you know, because you play five and, um three in the back and uh, two winger. I-, I love that system. I mean, we already did that one before from uh, 90s, nine, na- between 95 to 2000. A little club did that one in France yeah. when I was in France. played three in the back yeah. and um, two winger, whatever system you want to call it, three in the back or five in the back, you know what I mean? So depending how we to use it. So yeah, I think so. I don't. Maria was a. Uh, I still, I still keep that one from '95 to you know me to 2010 because you come in everything wasn't in like I say before don't had a you can't cheering in football I mean cheering no like you know I say if I play against big man I know I can't copy him physically maybe go breaking my nose maybe go do my turn <laughs> and stop him no score that goal if you want basically I feel
1: like fashion wise. Seeing you in the 70s would
0: oh, be Yeah, oh, I'm always still the same. I didn't change it. Believe me, if I ask all my team and <laughs> well, I'm always still the same. I, I, I can
1: see Mo, you know, some big collars, <laughs> some big flares. <laughs> it's, see, it's, it's interesting that you
2: said that in, but like, 95 to 2000, teams yeah. in France were, were doing that, because when Zola came into Watford, he brought that formation in with the three, it was three five two. Yeah, but with two strikers. Yeah. Uh, again it 's like uh, the wing backs they have to have a target when they get obviously you do a lot of scouting work four four, two well come back around you won't co- it? Yeah, of course and yes. that's... Yeah. Why, why, why is that why does that happen in football then because it works with someone, and then
0: everyone takes it on board to try and... I think so soon this Barcelona system starts. sorry so everyone wants to uh, go on absolutely say smaller player mobility on the midfield area to control in a game from say midfield area some mm-hmm. midfield area, so you have to sacrifice one soccer. Would it um three in the back or five in the back to go two strike and top because you got a good chance here when you go two strike and start to score on a goal. Yeah. So sometimes, oh man I, back in the days go more for 4 four four two system and the second striker drop complete as number ten. Yeah. My boy's hard worker. Yeah. But now no, soon say yeah, you're in to say system in the Barcelona Academy you have to go say small player physically then it was stronger again centre midfield strong powerful centimeter stronger so what he did uh, he put in the two, two, three centimeter midfield uh, mobility on uh, on the ball yeah because they can cope physically but with the ball they can dominate them with the ball in the midfield area so you have to sacrifice say, one uh, in the circuit to, to score more goals if you want basically Yeah, but I'm still um, I'm still, seriously, I still believe a two-stroke and front, that's my best system. If I, if I have to be manager, you know what I mean? I will do all system I have to do to being two-stroke and top, you know what I mean? Because it's exciting football for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think in, I think
2: in, I think in modern football I think uh, the formation of a team should change probably three four times during a match anyway yeah. on different scenarios yeah. it can't just stay three, 3 5 2 yeah. it's going to be moments where yeah that you, you come in you weather the storm yeah. you compact you go 4-4-2 four, 4-4-1-1 four, yeah. four, four, one, one, yeah. because depending on certain things but that's that's down to I think in modern day football players are more robot robotic now yeah. Yeah. managers will say this is what I want you to do yeah. Whereas when the players are on the pitch and it doesn't unfold, how it doesn't, yeah. they don't have, well, they, have, they know that it's happening, but they, they think, yeah. I don't want to change things because they have, the yeah. have the system. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I think that's something that when Mick came on, he said that he brought in players that he could trust. When those players, the likes of Carl Henry, David Jones, would talk and make sure that we were doing a certain thing, it might not be what the manager wanted, but it's how the game unfolded in front of their eyes. So they pulled no. us into position, but Mick trusted us to deal with the situation yeah. and he wouldn't come on and say, what what he would allow us to do whatever it took to get our foothold in the game and then and go and play the way that we wanted. I yeah. think today's football, these young players coming through, even the experienced ones now, there, yeah. there's a fear element there yeah. now that they yeah. they can't really do that. They yeah. don't have the experience. That, well, even when I'm talking, and working at Stoke, there's certain instances in matches where they they can do things and pull players in and say right okay let's do this do that. and it doesn't they just keep doing the same thing and it might not be working yeah. so you've got to change it you've got players on the pitch that have the quality and the experience to change
0: it and I just feel that we need to get back to that as well yeah. don't and sometimes it depends on how personality I on the pitch even when I, I remember my, my first first year in here when Dave Jones coming as manager sometimes we we'll dominate so many teams I remember first example of play Greens being home in here yeah, was 1-0 down so Deb Jones is kind of manager, he don't go screaming at all the time and the people are do this, do yeah. that. He, he gives you responsibility to do it yourself. Yeah. If he didn't do it for free four game, <laughs> you know I mean? Taking it out and I say, well, you know, you don't do business for me. So that Greensby game in here was losing one nil, whatever, you hear. So Paul Butler, Al- Karen Cameron, Alex Ray, because my English no was a better <laughs> person to explain myself on the people that time. And uh, automatic this, well, we do this more push push more forward. We can't he can't live me or oh, put the bottle here. It's not guy, no guy now. He can't live in one against one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as central back, so he say push a little bit. We are taking risk in here. You know, i mean? push a little bit up and there. Like we go five or whatever it is. We go midfield drop a little bit. Coming, uh, Cameron drop a little bit as. Third, um, yeah. second, center back, if you want, basically. So, I pushed a will be. So, and uh, we we'll win that game 3 1 or 2 1. I can't remember the result exactly. You know, but, manager, don't have to tell us. No, you see. Now, it. when you say player, now, you have, to, you have to tell them also small detail in the pitch, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah mm. I agree.
1: That's no, fascinating. Mm. Um, and I love, again, that we've got to that from a question about whether you would have worked in a different era. What was your best era for clothes and fashion? Um, thank you for that, Lucy. I love it. It's brilliant. Uh, keep these random questions. Come in oldgoldclub at wolves.co.uk, at Wolves across social media. Much more to come from Mo Kamara. The show is coming next.
2: The Old Gold Club is going live for one night only at the Wolverhampton Grand Theatre. Join us on Friday, June 7th for a Summer Spectacular with a host of special guests and big surprises. Get your tickets at grandtheatre.co.uk
1: Welcome along to the Old Gold Club. I'm Mikey Burrows. Alongside me, as ever, Chris Awellamo. Our guest this week spent three years at Molyneux between 2000 and 2003, making 52 appearances, becoming a cult figure and falling in love with the city that he now calls home. Welcome to the Old Gold Club, Mo Ah, oh, Thank you, mate. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant to have you. And we've been talking on the podcast about the fact that this is now your home. You could have chosen anywhere, Paris... Derby, uh, Glasgow, Burnley. We we call
0: that one destiny, you know. (laughs) It's my (laughs) destiny to back in here. (laughs) I could have said Glasgow because my ex-wife's from Glasgow. She's Scottish. (laughs) But you
1: love it here. Yeah. (laughs) And is that because this club stayed a part of your heart as well
0: yeah definitely I got absolutely two fabulous seasons in here unfortunately last year um, last third year I was injured so I couldn't I couldn't exploit my quality properly but two years absolutely was fantastic for me here
2: so tell me then alright so summer of 2000 you come to Wolverhampton Wanderers yeah what, what, what was your, your thoughts about, obviously, coming to, to English football? What was your thoughts about the, the, the football club itself? Because it's a big decision. You know, at 19, I went over to Denmark. What was your thoughts coming to, to Hampton, the club it
0: was? In France, when you come from um, outside of Paris, my first club was Beauvais. And uh, also, younger young that period of time who dreaming to play English League because that period of time, you know, fans closed the pitch and uh, football high intensity it's not even bad technically because technically it was more in Italy that period of time and uh, Spain but what it was good in England it was h- high intensity you don't see anyone cheering pace to pace no no one racing you know? it, was, um, it was for us that period of time especially my game it was good for me to come in England uh, my dream is to come and play in England Arsenal <laughs> by the way it was Arsenal because I'm <laughs> Arsenal fan and uh, yeah soon I got a possibility with um, Colin Cameron so yeah uh, Colin um. Colin Lee, pardon, so so uh, yeah, Jump on it. What did Colin Lee
1: say to you about the football club at the time, do you remember?
0: To be honest with you, no, because I got a possibility to go to Leicester before with Martin O'Neill. And uh, my transfer for that period of time, football club and uh, Leicester City didn't, didn't go well between them. So and after that one Colin call just uh, called me say, well do you, do you want to come and look in our oh, club or it's like a beginning because I don't have any clue what Wolverhampton was so yeah I said I come in one pre-season for, training, like, for a week and after that one I see his history you know yeah. you said
2: there about you know the English football the intensity the intensity of the match but you knew what your game was about Yeah. so coming into that dressing room which was a it was a quite uh, how can I put it very intense yeah. dressing room some big characters there yeah. the training yeah. the games how did you find that transition because it's very different from French football yeah so how was even though that you knew that your game was probably suited yeah. to that high intense the yeah. energy the, the, what you what you brought
0: technically as well yeah how did how did was that transition a smooth. I was very hard beginning. For two couple of months it was absolutely hard for me. Even the way we live in France, in a France, uh, dressing dress me coming check everyone's hand, good morning, looking that person face to face. When I came first time wall walls, I at check someone's hand. Someone looking Chedley. I don't know if a guy called Chedley, he's taking his hand off because he's not used to. So all right, it's fine, you know what I mean. But every training ground after training it took me a couple of hours to recover and I still was younger because yeah. he got an intensity in training ground. And uh, people, it's everything about fifty-fifty. Everyone have go hundred percent in any contacts is fifty-fifty. We know you start one in France in training ground. When someone come in contact with you, you just you just calm down. And just you know <laughs> what I mean? In here, no. You, so when I see sometimes I get angry with people. I say, what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know me. I mean? After that one, you know, I was the most better, better, yeah. Well, you had Kevin Muscat. Oh, he's, uh, yeah, he's a tough guy, yeah. Good personality, good, good lad in life. One is like, you um, Gabriel Inze was talking about from uh, Manchester United. So he was absolutely tough, tough, tough guy, yeah. The kind of guy that you're glad he's on your team and you're not having to
1: play against him.
0: Oh, I played against him a couple of times. No, no I'm not. I wanted someone harder. I was a skinny little guy, little guy. But I like to be I like contact if he wasn't, basically, you know what I mean? He, I played against him again the Millwall. When he was in Millwall, I was in Burnley. We both left the wall. He was playing for Millwall. I played for Burnley. So, yeah, I can make him feel it myself, too, you know. <laughs> but he was a tough guy. I, I was absolutely a tough guy. Because
1: yeah. there was him. Um, I'm looking down the list now. Uh, Ludo Polle. He's yeah. kind of a big fan's favourite yeah. for a lot of people. Neil Emblem.
0: Yeah, Neil been, Emblem, yeah. he yeah. been a tough guy as well in that. Neil experience. Emblem, yeah, he was a tough guy. Good uh, good player, uh, nice guy in life. Absolutely good guy, yeah. yeah. And the
1: one that um, I know a lot of people would like to know what he was kind of like, Tamori
0: Ketsbaya. Oh, Ketsbaya. He was a strong personality, yeah. He <laughs> yeah. was a funny guy, yeah. When he came, I think so, he came from uh, Newcastle. We signed him from Newcastle, Yeah. Yeah, for training, everything he never started more than everything he does. If he plays his team, he does <laughs> turning round. If he loses in the game, he never his fault. Always blame someone. He was a good player. Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah. What
2: What would you say? Uh, were how was how was Colin Lee? Obviously, he's he's brought he's got these this strong group. He's brought you in as a young lad as yeah, well yeah. to another country. Yeah. Would Would you say that he was supportive in a manager, or did he just say like? That's you amongst the Lions, you either, you either survive or you don't. Or was, is that something that he understood the transition as well for you? You obviously knew the quality yeah. that you'd bring to the squad. Did
0: he help you in that way in that transition as well? Yeah, to be honest, when I came in here beginning, all squad know like a squad we we'll go on here and moment. It's not too much quality when I came in my first year. When they've just come in and walls, that's where we bought a lot of good player, good, strong personality. When I came, it was more like friendship, and a family club, Friend to friend, if you want, basically, it's nothing like in my second year. Uh, Dave Jones is coming in, eh? yeah. he bought all quality. We got all twenty twenty-two quality players, if you want, basically. Well, on that then, so you said it was like a a, a
2: family club and yeah. friends and yes. things. Surely that was better for you in that transition than in that yeah, first year because that's, that's if, Dave, if Dave Jones was manager and then he's bringing in all this quality and
0: like those big characters that basically win, 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 win. Yeah, would you have survived? I don't think so, beginning. If I came in the same area my second year, it would have been hard for me to survive it. First year was a little bit different because Vic Poli came before me. He mm-hmm. was friends who played the same club in a, him in Loire for a couple of years with him. So that's helped me a lot too. But in the restroom, even now when you guys are struggling to understand my accent, it was more hard for me that period of time to communicate with people. Yeah. But they was friends with me, take me in town, I have free beer. Take me to the house, Kevin Moscow, lovely guy. Take me his house. You go have, you know, I me mean? to have fun with him. It was absolutely no, sorry, different, different, different club compared to now. Yeah,
1: mm. and because some of the players that came in that you mentioned um, from the kind of the Dave Jones period, um, Mark Kennedy, Sean Newton, Colin Cameron, yeah. Nathan Blake, yeah. Alex Ray, Kenny yeah. Miller, yeah. Dean Sturridge.
0: Yeah. Um, these were kind of. Mm. Big characters,
1: but yeah. also like winners.
0: Yeah, It is, yeah. In training ground, it was very tough that period of time, yeah. Every ball, every single time, we we'll have to fight it. Even sometimes, something, uh, sometimes when something happened, restroom, room, sit in room, <laughs> you know. It was absolutely, yeah. In, I would say that period of time, it, I was more ready for, every, for English football compared to my first year. First year was more like an um, adapt myself. And if you're looking properly, when Colin coming, um, um, Deb Jones coming, that was my best season in the walls because I was ready to fight my place. I was ready to step up to play left back or left yeah. winger, whatever position manager won't play me that period of time, yeah. Well, on that, you just said about fighting for
2: place there. The competition, it brings out the best. Exactly, and, yeah. and, 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 and And a lot of us. So you're up against Lee Naylor as well. Yeah. A, a quality coming through the, the, the product, the, the youth product as well. So what how was that the competition how was the relationship because as a striker I know when a new striker comes into the club you know it's it's do or die it's competition you have to be at your best you have to show the manager exactly what you're about every single day you can't let it slip how did you find that because you you spoke already about the the mentality of of certain players when they come to the end of football but you you have to be mentally strong as well as physically at the top so that competition
0: how did that get the best out of you even when I was younger, twelve years boy, because when I come from in a PSG in, in, in France, it was one of the best team in France ever. So all the younger player don't pass from PSG academy, go outside of in Paris, Beauvais, mm. Lille, whatever it is. So when I was younger, twelve years boy, I couldn't get PSG academy one, so I have to go to Beauvais one, small academy it was not far away from my family, mom, dad. So we have to go in the twelve years, boy. It was like a practical work, a born in the jungle if you want basically. Yeah. You have to fight every single day to being part of the academy because every year they have to give you one year's contract. It's no like now. You got six years or seven years in yeah. another you know, six years. So every year you have to fight it to say, well, I want to keep that place because we don't have the option. I'm no worse person clever in Cleveland school. I got one option, play football to save my life if you want basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't want to say no. Who where I come from, you know Because that was rough area, you know what I mean? So that mentality really was with me before I came in Wolves a little bit. Yeah. My first year was a little bit different because people was more friendship with me. So when Dev Jones brought also a player and at uh, that period of time, Lee Nigel played for England and the 21 game, everybody said to me, oh, you never taken his place. Oh, is, it, uh, is the English number one and uh, the 21? I said, it's fine if I give my all my best and manager d- didn't see it's fine for my move on different place. Yeah, and um, it happened so I play practically that season all, all game practically yeah
2: no fantastic bro. Yeah.
0: because uh, the big thing obviously of the of that main
1: season under Dave Jones was the fact that uh, you got into an incredible pos- position yeah. in the table yeah. and then let it slip
0: yeah tell what, me about it what, what, <laughs> what happened well you tell me about it. what happened <laughs> It's football sometime, yeah. So, yeah, we did, um, I think, so from last 10 games in the season, it was, I think, so eight points in the front, in our know, top yeah. league. And the last last 10 or whatever game it is in the season, all confident, I don't know, it dropped completely. We couldn't... Um, yeah, but why? That, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Eight points, the, the characters, the
2: leaders, the winners are in that dressing room. Because it's, it's, it's not complacency, it's because you even said yourself, in training... 50-50, everything, everything was 100%. Yeah. But it's, it's like, it's, it's, I know things go against saying luck, but there's got I, there's I
0: quite... think my opinion is, Dave Jones bought a lot of players, and transfer windows, he bought three, four more players, strong character in the restroom. So that period of time, between, um, we lost one game, when he got too many strong personality in the restroom, when he lost a couple more games, and people fighting, you know, we got this one here, this one in here, and they clash sometimes it's not good for harmony for team I well, definitely agree okay, yeah. and we didn't find after that um, we'll find out one last 10 game in the season because if we lost in a game some this person I don't go to say any name this person to go against over one over one will get over one so it didn't work it out because
1: you'd won seven games in a row from February
0: to March yeah.
1: and then you only won two of the last nine yeah
0: and we had for me that period of time and, um, in the championship. That's one it's best Wolves team ever because Deb Jones ball are some good players yeah. if you look in it properly that period of time and the good money was maybe high spending money that period of time in the Championship if you look in it uh, yeah I thought <laughs> It's happened in football sometimes, all you can say, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of them, I think uh, yeah. you
2: said there that transfer window, certain probably strong characters are brought in. Yeah, if you want. And everyone can't play. Yeah. So the players that don't play, yeah. they're going to be disappointed. They're going to want to play as, as any yeah. professional yeah. should want to. And you, that maybe caused a little bit of unrest.
0: In group, if you want, basically, specialists, when, when you win, is fine. Yeah, but, but when he but lost one game, so you know what I mean. So sometimes it's quite tough, you know. And that period of time in front, you got Nathan Blake, you got Dune Ke- um, Stories, yeah. you got Kenny Miller, even sometimes he can't play in Kennedy in front, he uh, got who's again, Adam Pradlock. And sometimes, you know, it was hard to <laughs> to choose uh, who's soccer gonna play in front, George Enda, you know. So you got so many soccer that period of time, you know. Because
1: yeah. you also, um, I can't, Maybe suffered with injuries at the worst time as well, didn't you, at that period? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because that period of time, and you know, as soon as we we'll come back in the pre-season, I had absolutely fantastic pre-season. Last game in the season, we played scoreport away, and I got my injured. And the weekend after follow fall, we'll have to play league.
1: But I mean, from the, from the time when you obviously let it slip, there's um, Muscat, I think, got injured. Mark Kennedy I think got injured towards the end of the season and in that period when you really needed everybody to be there to get
0: yourselves over the line, did that play a factor? I don't think so because we got absolutely good score that mm. period of time. If you take any, uh, um, Kennedy out, you got left winger, could play left winger that period time. We got like 22 players, absolutely strong and powerful and even technically good, uh, good score that period your time. It's, it's it's it kind of stuff. It can happen in the football. It's like Wolves. Everyone think and moment before Watford game. Oh, they will win easily. Watford again. Watford because you beat United twice. So everyone think, oh, Wolves is is to beat Watford. Yeah. And they score two goals last minute. You don't. He still find that how we go score two goals last. Uh, Watford go score two goal last ten minutes or twenty minutes. Yeah. Whatever it was that period of time.
1: Because it's the it's the thing in football, isn't it? About um, sometimes momentum. Yeah. can be really, really important either within a game or over the course of a battle because you finished 11 points ahead of Norwich okay. but because of the way you'd finished the season yeah. and then in that first leg of the semi-final yeah. Norwich score in the last minute That's to minute, make it 3-1 to yeah. give themselves the cushion
0: Yeah, and we bat them in here we won one nil in here yeah. we could score 5-6 goals down in here seriously it's all best game we couldn't score we scored 1-0 seriously it would bring 5 6 nil for us it would be easily easily that game sometimes if it's something you know your destiny what you can do about it you know what I mean so we did all best specialist that game second legs in here first leg we did cook mistaken defensively uh, yeah it didn't work in our specialist last 10 minutes they scored I, f- I think the third one kill us a little bit but one we saw second legs in here home in here from 9 from first um, first minute to last minute we dominated them for 90 minutes you know and uh, what well, we couldn't score that is yeah
2: what what how did you react to that through that 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 probably close season then you know Depressive. That, that, that yeah but <laughs> you ha- how, how long did it take for you to to let it go you know because it is it's one of those things i think i think footballers any professional athlete will we we are very self critical of ourselves we're very harsh on ourselves yeah. maybe over 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 we overdo it so in that period, you say it was a probably a low, depressing time. But you have to then think, right, we have to be right. And you said you had an amazing pre-season mm-hmm. and then the injury set. And mm-hmm. that, again,
0: tests you mentally as well, doesn't yeah. it? <clears throat> yes, it is. After that season, I lost playoff for semi-final again Norwich. Two or three weeks, so I couldn't go out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like completely in my house. I know myself I miss something, because if you go up that year, you know what I mean, it have got be completely different, you know. And after that one, I say, okay, oh, you need to wake up in here, remember where you come from, you know what I mean, sometimes it's football game, so yeah. you realise it, so yeah, it's one game, You I got ten more years in the front of me, so I can't, I can't catch up whatever happened know we so yeah. And after that one, I went on a holiday French Caribbean, I come back, I recharge my battery, and um, back in pre-season again, and uh, absolutely good pre-season, one of my best pre-season ever. And the last game in in the pre-season before season kick-off, I got injured uh, in the money, yeah. So, yeah. And that was it? That was it, yeah. That was it, yeah. But luckily, that was my destiny too, because after that one, I went to the Burnley. One of my two best seasons, completely season, it was in the Burnley in my career, yeah.
1: I did that one, yeah. You must have had to be
0: pretty mentally
1: strong though, to cope. Because you just come off the back of you know what was uh, obviously a, a difficult time for the football club in the way it ended in that season, but it was a good season for you. You got a lot of game time. Yeah, you, you know you effectively secured that spot, and yeah. then you know there's Lee and Looms mentions the yeah. kind of the competition because mm. Dennis Irwin comes in.
0: Yeah, but Dennis Irwin was more right back when because when he, uh, manager bore him, I remember I got I spoke to Geoff Johnson here. Because the uh, the, Vinicius, uh, the uh wing was a play left back in Manchester United. When he came in here, midnight, we were looking at uh already got two left back in here. You know who's gonna third left back, who's gonna who's going a... say no don't worry about it, You got to compete against the Nina, then he's gonna play in a right back if you want basically. So that was that's helped us a little bit if you want basically. It's because we were ready for him, but he was a good guy too, yeah. And uh, yeah, where I come from in in France, it's tough area. It's very tough. So everything you have to Taking a positive way, say we start again if you want basically yeah. Clear. Yeah.
2: So that that season, the two thousand and two and three season, you never made an appearance. Yeah. You know, obviously injury, yeah. competition. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we we love. This is what we're here to yeah. do. Yeah. You know that's like like what Mike said. It must be difficult to come in every day if you're okay. Get treatment. Be around the squad, but then when you're when you are have that fitness and your are back training.
0: Not to play, not to be involved—that's testing, surely. Ah, uh, definitely, yeah. For six months, because I was out practically six months, and after when I came back, training over uh, first team a little bit, it was hard for me because team do absolutely well. Yeah, even uh, before Naylor play well, uh, so I couldn't, I couldn't ask no more the manager to take someone to do well. You know, what I mean so, so I want to play. I got a free 4 game, you know, and, um, and the twenty and the twenty-one that period, i time mean, will call it. Yeah, so. It was very hard. I said, well, it was the, uh, all I can do at the moment, do my best to come back to my level where I was before and uh, even I come back my level if a team do well manager can change and team win it you know what I mean so, so I have yeah. to accept it you know and you you were accepting of that that the team were doing well yeah
2: because even then it's like you want the team to win but you want the player in your position not to play so well or make a couple you <laughs> yeah. do yeah. you know yeah, yeah. If, I, if, if I'm sitting on the bench yeah. you want the team to win yeah. always you want, of, the, you you course, want yeah. but you don't want the striker to score, score yeah, the goals yeah. can come from somewhere exactly, else please yeah.
0: exactly yeah but sometimes that's football that's selfish from football yeah. because you want to be part of the team no part. Team saying in uh, the <laughs> you want yeah. to play in it if you don't have that mentality, you don't have nothing to do with football, you know.
2: Did you know, did you know that the end was coming then
0: in Wolverhampton? Uh, 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 yeah, uh, through, that, through that period, to be honest, you know, because um, when I spoke to Dave Jones of uh, free time, he won't keep me, but by that period of time, I think so, I was 28 or 29, I won't play regularly, yeah. And now you know we're going to Premier League, so if you, if if I'm going today, you're gonna buy a new play again, he's gonna bring solo squad game big again, I got less game to do it. Yeah, so I say, for me, it's better for me to go to Burnley. Burnley that period of time it's not like Burnley now. Yeah, my just centre and call me, want me, say so I guarantee left back, number three, everything. So it was good for me to go into the, to restart everything, beginning again, mm-hmm. to prove it to, to put them a level of what, like it was before. That, uh, sorry, Lindsay, so I was just going to say that must take a,
1: an awful lot though when you leave, knowing that the team's going up, that you could have, you know, you could have just had a year. As a Premiership footballer, but even yeah. on
2: the even on the back of that, with your attributes and your qualities, the Premier League's probably better suited for you as well. So that's another yeah. hard that must come into the thinking
0: and your decision. I played in French Premier League around for three season. I know that was good for me in here, but sometimes you have to accept it. You know my contract was to end, and. uh which point to go in the Premier League? A manager go bring a free four player in the Premier League, and you go sit down, looking whatever support you go for your teammate. but you want to involve it, you want to play it Sometimes And I forgot by your ego. I say well, all right, okay. Premier League is top league forever. Mo I need to go down again, restart my career again because I was injured. so I have to rebuild my career again. That's what I did. It. I went in the Burnley, and the one that's my two season best two season complete I did in the Burnley. Yeah.
1: And the, the the, there's a, a funny thing in football sometimes, isn't there? Because you went to Scotland to Celtic yeah. and then Lee Naylor went up there. Yeah, you
0: yeah. go to Derby yeah. and then Lee Naylor coming yeah, there. They follow me everywhere. That's, I say, <laughs> <laughs> don't follow me with my ex. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you were also very popular with the fans.
0: Yeah. Were you aware of that at the time? Well, a little bit. To be honest with you, I one day sing, I don't know, one day sing about it. To be honest, with you, because I couldn't speak English, so I just heard my name, you know. So yeah. What What do you put it down to? Why Why did they They, they take to you the way? Hard work. That... Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Everything I do in life, I put 100% in friendship, my bar, <laughs> whatever I do in life, in love, everything I give 100%. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: You think, a, is there something about maybe football fans, especially from around here, that appreciate that a lot?
0: I think so. English mentality, that's everyone yeah. appreciate that. When you give your 100% um, everything they do, they love it. It's not, I went to the Burnley, it was the same. I went to the Scotland for a year and um, it was the same. So that'd be the same. I think so. When you go that mentality, so you give your 100% everything he does, people love it. You know what I mean in England, especially displacing it. In the in foreign country, completely different. When you go to France, when you go to Spain, you have to go a little bit of quality if you want basically technically you have to go, you have to give something different. They love you that case. But I think so in England, if you give your whole hard work everything you do, they, will, they love it, yeah. Because
1: there is always a thing that I think that we always thought that you played 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what that's me <laughs> <laughs> that's me until now that's me yeah, I think I know, yeah.
1: but yet you never scored you never scored well, no, I, you, know, you were flying course, yeah, forward all the time
0: uh, yeah you know I didn't score yeah I never scored because way that period of time it was in the winger You got more time uh, to cross it get a score on the goal it's not like um, am back now left back or left winger now if I play this team now Wolves team now even i um, I think I could score five goals now at the moment because you more to end to backward, I mean, people people forgot it. I was left back, and that's completely uh, from goalkeeper, and you have to go now. you have to pass a lot of people to to score a goal that for your time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my excuse maybe. <laughs> right,
1: so, go on. No, carry on. We're gonna get into the rundown. Is we've kind of gone through and the, the, we'll get to it we normally ask the question of um, the best goal you scored and obviously there yeah. wasn't one for Wolves so, yeah, so, yeah so we, we've, we've planned ahead yeah. for that Looms as we Ready already thought. Yeah. kick us off my friend right so the best player that you played with at Wolves Alex Ray you had a funny relationship with Alex Ray yeah,
0: yeah. it was my team, um, teammate and my roommate yes you have to be him because you got everything you're asking as a box box player yeah yeah, he can score a goal he can defend he can be nasty so everything in a pitch yeah. who was the worst
1: trainer at the club worst trainer in the club let me think
0: about you it you mentioned Kevin Muscat probably kicked you Paul a Butler. few times Paul Butler yeah Worst turner, Someone uh, You know Let I mean Paul Bulta, yeah. Why what did he just not Because he couldn't run <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't, don't I,
0: I know that he one couldn't run Everything like One against one He struggling He moaning again manager Why you put them again Fast player
2: <laughs> <laughs> <He couldn't run. laughs> Well that probably answers The next question as well The biggest moaner At the club
0: Kesbaya Yeah In walls, yeah You have to yeah. be Kesbaya Yeah Okay Yeah <laughs> uh, I, 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 there's just that
1: thing of because you always have the visions of Chimuriket's bio, just that he could go off at any point. Oh,
0: any <laughs> uh, time, any time, any time—from our know, manager to player to staff, it can be here or down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who was your best friend at Wolves?
0: Why different? Because I got a good relationship with Alex Ray And I got um, Ludovic Poulet Who was because he was France He come from France Like same club we always all together yeah, I-, I, would, I would say Alex Ray I would say Alex Ray yeah. Right The best and worst dress sense Including myself you, Yeah <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah you put yourself in there Yeah, <laughs> I think you're up there Worst is me I would say The worst is who? Dress sense is me yeah no. Because oh, I didn't no. see him all the time, yeah. Yeah, it dress dresses me, yeah. Best dress, I would say, um, Car uh, Robinson. ah Car okay. Robinson, yeah. What? He was a smart, it's like proper when you dress like an Italian, little bit Italian guy. It was, yeah, I would say so Carl Robinson, think, yeah.
2: George Nda as well, he's come up as smart. Yeah, George, George
0: Nda, yeah, he was not far away with me. Carl Robinson had something like, you know, a little bit class lady, love it, you
1: know. <laughs> I can't believe you put yourself as the worst. I know,
0: though. I'm not having yeah, that There must have
2: been some dressing room, that. Fact, <laughs> I'm telling I'm
0: not you having this. No, you're, you're being nice. I want you to throw someone under the bus here. <laughs> oh, if I take myself out. or oh. less Ashley. Let's Lescott yeah. Le was not far away because he's a lazy dog. Let's because he from. It's already. What's happened? Let's No was far away because he was young. That for your time, you know what they Tiny, dress like. He, you can to think, things. Come back. His first team. I think so. Let's No was far away. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. That's what
1: I wanted. <laughs> um, who was the funniest player that you played with? Funny player I
0: played with. Um, ta 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 ta. ta. Robbie Black and uh, Burnley. I don't know if you Quark, know him. I know him well. He's the guy ever, ever. So Ruby Black and Burnley, yeah. What about our Wolves? Wolves, well, yeah, I have to bring... Mm. Oh, I don't think, again. because it was cross songs... <laughs> Actually, Nathan Black is no was right. He's, he was a got strong personality, may was no bad yeah. in the restroom. Yeah, Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> it can be funny. Seriously.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Comes across as very serious to me. Yeah. like He does. Played <laughs> against him many a time. Uh, who the best manager that you
0: worked for at Wolves? Oh, it make him in trouble, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no trouble here. Uh, in the pan football way in Wolves, but, uh, I would say Colin, uh, Colin Lee, because you look after me, like his son. Yeah, you know that was key. Yeah. No, I think it's yep.
1: important. Yeah, yep. um, We've got to this moment. What was the best goal that you saw scored? The best goal that you were on the pitch for that you I might th- have contributed to.
0: Well, it have to be Bansley here. I didn't sorry he score it across for him. He scored it. It won nothing, so two nil. That is because he was action was absolutely. If you looking, I don't know if that period of time. If you got an image, action from back uh, from an old back back four. So and a pass couple player because I got pace that period of time and, and the perfect ball for him to to score in Wolves. Yeah. Do you take as much satisfaction out of that? Yes. You just make an
2: assist. See, that's what's different. That's what I I don't understand about. No, I don't. I don't understand it. because a a striker, you score the goal, Mm. but. I used to see like the defenders, like you got Neil Collins and Jody Craddock, and you know even Danny Bath coming through, all high fiving when they're clearing and pff, well done, man. I'm thinking, pff, oh, what come
1: yeah, on? but that's because you score goals. Yeah, but Mo didn't score goals. Yeah. He's got to take some pleasure in something, yeah. yeah, just,
2: yeah <laughs> but that's just—it's just—it's just, it's, um, it's, you know what I mean. For you to actually, you've you said the best goal, Barnsley two 0 when Sturridge the ball gliding past a couple yeah, yeah. of players, putting it on a plate for them, yeah. And it is, it's... It, that, I guess, yeah, I, I try and understand it, but I just, I don't think it ever
1: will. Okay. I don't think it ever will. The
0: Old Goal Club with Mikey Burroughs and
1: Chris Iwolumo. So that was the show. On with the podcast. Um, I know I, you just can't get it, Looms. I don't
2: get it, mate. I don't get it. It's like I say, it's... I started as a goalkeeper. I, and I was... I remember I was... I, like okay, I played outfield for school, and I remember the manager at my, my Loudon Valley used to allow me as goalkeeper to dribble, just go, and I used to take the ball out and dribble, and you'd have one centre back just come in, and I'd go in my little Maisie, yeah. you know, and it's uh, yeah, and you're having shots at goal and all that, and yeah, I got scouted my first game out uh, by Air United, Kilmarnock but I played outfield for my school,
1: and that was just yeah. But like you, I just don't get it, mate. I don't. Yeah, but because when you score. You get that moment to celebrate because the game has stopped. Whereas, like if Mo makes like a match-saving tackle, if you've raced forty yards and slid in and stopped someone from
0: scoring, that's your moment to celebrate, isn't it? Yes, yeah, somewhere. I know, big, big man. What you say exactly? I know where you come from because, there in football, striker always in um, best in, if, in football game. If you want, basically finish on his striker. What they found out, I don't like to one again good tackle or whatever, he's trying to scream, I don't like that one too. We're to do job, we yep. do our job, soccer, they celebrate, that's fine for me, no trouble, me. but when he do good tackle, he's been like he scored six goals, you know what I mean, so yeah. Did you score goals in training? Yes. Did you feel good? Feeling good, absolutely good. I scored a free goal, in a Lille, free goal, in, a, in my national team. I'm feeling absolutely wonderful. That's what I'm saying. That's, like,
1: that's what I
2: mean. It's, like, that's, it's just that I don't think I score for Burnley, by the way.
0: It's the hardest thing to do
2: yeah. in football to score. It's the hardest thing yeah. to do in football. I don't, I, but I might be saying that from a striker's point of view, right. whereas a defender would might say something different, and like more full back winger might say something. And it's just interesting that mm. for me, the hardest thing to do in football is put the ball in the back of the net. Mm. And it, so it's, but it's just. So that's because that was what your job was. So, but what? So, if we go and we got, we got Connor, we got Connor Cody coming in, and he says, What's the hardest thing to do in football? What does he say to me? Probably defending. Defending? Keep a clean sheet? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he says that, you know. <laughs> do you know what
0: I think, Mo? I
1: don't
0: know if he says it. It's hard. One, Joshua. Definitely. the least hard one to score a goal. I'll text him. Definitely. Seriously. He is. Because, you know, everyone, you know, I mean, everyone is sorry, he will to be sacked. You know, it's yeah. hard one to want to score goal. Yeah, bet you
2: bet Connor Cody does the finishing after training. I bet all the centre backs go over and do do, do the, get on the finishing. I remember T C.
1: Cody doesn't do finishing. He just pings forty yard passes. Yeah,
2: and the top bin in the top, bin, a, in the top bin That's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just saying everyone gets involved with the finishing, don't they? Because yeah. they all love scoring goals because yeah. it's what <laughs> the game's all about.
1: Yeah. yeah, but you're the only one in a position on a match day to go out and do it.
2: And it's in the contract that you get a wee goal <laughs> bonus as well, don't you? Uh, that's it. It is. on it's in the contract. You don't get the key to centre-back so you I, can have a goal bonus. I wish bonus. I got
0: the same, uh, same bonus if I see yeah, the a goal deck. give you this. what,
2: unbelievable
0: mate. Yeah. You'd be able to score a few goals then if
2: you got a bonus. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Um, let's finish off the rundown.
1: What was the best game that you were involved in?
0: Well, also... Yeah. You have to be in Coventry here. If I kept game, yeah. Coventry in a home here, yeah. yeah. What year was that? That was actually 2002, I think. Yeah, after been 2002, that's my second year in here. Yeah, yeah. What was it about that game? I think it was a cup game. It's cup game. Yeah, one nothing, so two when it was in the BBC one actually. Yeah. It was just good, a good team performance, yeah, individual good team performance. Yeah, bu- uh, the Stadium was busy, and um, team was absolutely was dominant. Was or uh, or best if you want basically, that period of time. Yeah, and um, yeah. For me, that would have to be, yeah.
2: yeah. What would you say uh, would, is your proudest moment for Wolves? What was the, the, the big, the moment that was, the
0: I guess, the, the most special for you? One Wolves fan singing my name, <laughs> to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. When you go, um, twenty or thirty thousand people singing your name, so he can he cannot believe it, seriously. You feel like, yeah, in heaven now, yeah. He you yeah, I can get more than that, you know what I mean, yeah.
1: Nice, spot on. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Alex Ray? Yes. Because <laughs> it's like, it it's a weird thing, because you would not put the two of you together.
0: Oh, dear, yeah, it was every time we together, yeah. He couldn't talk to me, I couldn't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> he are talking to me Scottish, and I couldn't have my accent mixed French, African. So I said, what are you talking about? He said to me, what are you talking about? Yeah, well, we had good fun, yeah. He was my teammate, was absolutely a good person, yeah. Yeah, because
1: yeah. he teased you a lot, didn't he?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, in training round, if I'm missing a goal, he never scored a goal in training. When I score, I come and see him, I say, <laughs> you know, I can't sit down. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah.
1: yeah. It's it's funny, isn't it, sometimes? In football, you get these kind of weird friendships that can develop from people who've come from completely different backgrounds. Yeah,
2: no, yeah. like this it is you know uh, I'll talk about a time like uh, Josie Sumido never spoke a mm. Portuguese, never spoke one R- of R- Ronaldo, so, uh, Ronaldo, uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's closest friend actually, uh, and uh never spoke a word of English, and he's my roomie. But what a relationship we had! Never yeah. spoke. He done his. He was doing his. His listen. And also we had the, the captain of China, Zingzi, came in. Yeah. He had a translator. Everywhere he went, we were, uh, I remember Ben Thatcher, it was a very kind of harsh <laughs> dressing room. And every time people would maybe have a little bit of fun or joke, things, he would just go, translator would say whatever. And he and I remember we went... But did he like laugh
1: at once it had been translated?
2: Uh, not really. He was, he, was, he was cool, calm as you like, dressed immaculately. And we're, we, we flew up to Hull and we were training up at Hull before the game. Uh, and this was on the friday uh, and i'm just sitting doing my core, doing a bit and he walks over sits down beside me and things and like you acknowledge and you talk and he kind of it's broken and just speaks fluent english to me for about five, ten minutes yeah and i went wow <laughs> so the translator was just all show sure, but he knew spoke fluently not, a, not and that's just that says yeah. a lot just come in and <laughs> Understands everything, but it was his time to just say, "I'll, I'll keep myself to myself." And yeah. it was one of those things. I wish, I, I wish, I I went to play in Denmark. I wish I played played in Germany. Yeah. I wish I could speak fluently and just yeah. sit in the dressing room. You can yeah. just no one Listen, knows that you speak. Yeah. You hear everything, yeah. then, don't you? Yeah. What
0: is good, what he was good, Alex. He, he had time for me. Even yeah. when it was dressing room, when I talk to people, sometimes they're looking at me. He always, uh, he always listened to me. If I say something, he couldn't understand. He, he come in next to me, he ask me again, are you okay, things all right? So we're building our relationship from that. Yeah. You know, oh, one of team, one of the or one of game, one of the home, he, he takes his time. You know what I mean? So, talking to me. But when, when in public area, he's just taking piss out of me, if you second <laughs> <laughs> But he was absolutely nice, that case for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah
1: that's nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's nice. Talking to translators, I want to tell you this one because um, uh, I've, you know, I've covered walls for 10 years now, but for a large part of it, I worked for a radio station that covered albion and blues and villa and coventry so he used to go around and do the different ones and during the period when pepe mel was at west brom and he had a a translator and genuinely at the start he couldn't speak english and one of his first games i think his first win um albion beat fulham and fulham would just be managed by felix magat do you remember him yeah Yeah. german guy guy with the little glasses um and it was a, a goal-line goal technology, actually. One of the first times that that got used, like the ball gone over the line. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of stood doing the radio interview with Pepe Mel. It's all got to go through the translators, come back, so it takes a little while. And one of my colleagues made a joke in his question that said, you know, isn't it ironic how a, a German has been defeated by a ball definitely being over the line? <laughs> referencing England 66, of course. <laughs> and me, him, the... The translator, the Albion press officer all went, <laughs> yeah, good one. And of course, Pepe is just stood there, stern face because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So then the translator, who was a really good translator, goes through everything the reporter's just said, yeah. including that jokey reference. And then as he gets to that bit, you just heard Pepe Mel go, Oh <laughs> yes, good. And it's like the longest delayed reaction yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to yeah. something that someone said. Because of course, we we don't know what the translators yes, now saying, yeah. so we don't know. It's like, oh, that was for that, was it? Oh, good <laughs> one. <laughs> I love
0: it. Yeah, but you know, you must have. Could you speak some English before you came over? No, I thought not. No. no. In France, that period of time, people don't speak English. <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> so, your first experience of English is it here, yeah. Is the Wolves' dressing room? It's the Wolves' dressing room, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Interesting. yeah. With the people that were in that dressing
0: oh, room. Oh, they not telling me about it. <laughs> 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 yeah. You got Kevin Muscat in your dressing room. Can you imagine it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Muscat, by Yeah, Ketzbayer. No, Ketzbayer came in second years. Yeah. yeah. he came in second years, yeah. Well, I mean, talk to me a
1: bit more about him because we all have this kind of vision of what he was like, like kicking advertising hoardings and being so angry when he scored a he goal. Was, he
0: was a good guy, but he was absolutely a madman. We called him mad mad. you know what I mean? He was absolutely moody guy I never met in my life. In training ground. <laughs> Seriously, sometimes you want to do something bad on him because he never stopped it. To 90 minutes or to training or even in life, he never stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to room with him? Uh, Uh, No, no chance. (laughs) (laughs) Who did? Uh, I think so. Actually, he was on his own. I think, yeah. When he came, he (laughs) wasn't on his own, yeah. He asked him to room on his own, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he wasn't on his own, yeah. I think, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't remember who was room with him, yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, it's brilliant. Um, Mo, it's been brilliant to have you in. Thank you very much for coming in. And uh, Mo's already offered that we could have free drinks at his wine bar give on, he says the first one he's business a businessman. I'd be very surprised he's a businessman. well he said the first one's free the first one's free yeah. get this in there first one every time we go in yeah. Yeah. that's what we're going just for yeah we're just going to keep coming back in and out the door i put
0: it to my I'll you later on thanks for listening to the Old Gold Club if you liked what you heard please leave us a review and rating from wherever you get your podcasts